Welcome to another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. I'm Bill Wasner, and with me today is Dave Shiley. Hi, Dave. Hello. Uh, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself, your position in extension, and then we get to start talking about uh, bird feeding. Well, I'm an extension educator and work in the area of local food systems and small farms in uh, central Illinois and Moultrie, Douglas, Coles, Cumberland, uh, Coles, uh, and Shelby counties. Very good. Uh, so, as I say, today's topic is talking about bird feeding. And why don't we start with why are people so attracted to this? It It is a growing hobby from everything I see. Um, and bird books are our best sellers and why are people so enthused well the i think that people are are interested in really getting closer to nature and and there's a lot of uh, natural resource sociologists that have, have actually done research and found that um, people benefit from having wildlife uh, close to them and you know in their lives so um, that's probably a, a big draw that that whether someone realizes or not they have want to be connected to nature um, and that connection <clears throat> actually can have a calming effect on people so it's almost um, you know once people start bird feeding then I think a lot of people want to attract more because it it is uh, a great way to relax where should I put a bird feeder relative to my house or um, in my garden? Is there, Are there any rules? Well, sure. Of course, the first one related to what we just talked about, you want to be able to see them. So, you know, I put it in a, in a location in your yard, if possible, that you've got, you know, good visual connection with it. Um, and then uh, in terms of the bird's needs. So most people feed birds in the winter. And so, if at all possible, you want to put the feeder in a location that's protected from direct winter winds. Um, you also want to remember, think about, you know, you probably remember about food chains, learning about food chains in school. So, predators, hawks, will also be attracted to your bird feeder, but, of course, for a different menu item. So, the feeders <laughs> should be located, you know, within five feet of some type of cover, escape cover, like trees or shrubs. Um, and also they want a place that they're going to eat and then loaf. So if you have those, that kind of combination within five feet of some kind of escape and loafing cover, that'd be perfect away from winter winds. Are there different types of feeders for different types of birds? Well, there's different types of feeders. Um, of course, um, if we look at hummingbird feeders, obviously are targeting just hummingbirds. They're filled with uh, or a, a substitute nectar. Uh, sugar water. Um, there are finch feeders that we might put, they have smaller openings because finch, uh, whether they are uh, goldfinch or purple finch or house finch that commonly might be in your backyard, um, they eat thistle seed. So thistle seed is so tiny they do make a special feeder just for thistle seed. But other than that, <clears throat> there are many other types of you know, gen general feeders. Uh, there's hopper types where you're going to open put the seed in, uh, into a, a containment area and then it gravity feeds into a, a tray and then there are tube feeders that um, you can put in they're going to attract and hang on the outside of that and then of course just a platform feeder um, and 
regardless of the type of feeder you choose, m make sure that uh, that feeder is five to six feet off the ground. Um, and um, and there are some species that actually will not actually be on that feeder above the ground, like doves, morning doves, prefer to feed on the ground. So you can put a ground feeder and, um, you know, either a um, hopper feeder or, or a tube feeder up above the ground um, to serve several different species of birds. So also it seems a, a big feature of many of the bird feeders uh, is uh, squirrel repellency or the ability to fend off squirrels. Um, do some seem better at that than others? Yeah, they, there are. Uh, of course, the ground feeder, there's not much you can do. Um, <clears throat> but the uh, the pole feeders that you're up on that pole, then um, the a, a uh, uh, plastic cone that's the opening larger part is pointing down towards the ground uh, uh, and the pole goes through that center of that cone is probably um, going to keep the majority of squirrels off um, but there are always exceptions um, you know and more persistent squirrels maybe in your neighborhood that you can't you know, try everything they're going to work to get to that seed but yeah. that's probably the best thing so uh, now that we've got ourselves a bird feeder, what types of seed should we get? There looks like dozens of different types of mixes. Yeah, then there's sell, uh, they do sell a lot of pre-mixed bird seeds. And just like we talk about humans reading the label, what's in what you're buying, um, we recommend that bird feeding enthusiasts read the label because some of those mixes have some combinations of seed that the birds actually don't prefer. So those types of seeds that uh, if you buy pre-mix to watch out for are milo, wheat, oats, and rice. They're not a very not attractive to many birds and so the birds in a platform feeder or hopper feeder they're going to kick them out onto the ground. Now, doves are going to consume those types of seeds um, and we'll clean up a little bit, but um, it's probably a better way and probably more economical in the long run to make your own mixture. And uh, there are a, a huge variety of species that are attracted to just simple black oil sunflower seed, not the big striped seed, but black oil sunflower seed. And then if you want to add millet of some kind, white millet or red millet, uh, those will attract and feed um, most of the birds that are going to be in a, an urban backyard. I see. So um, how do we maintain a bird feeder that we acquire and use? Well, the, you want to keep it clean, obviously. <clears throat> um, just like our health uh, may be affected if we're eating something moldy. Birds kind of the same way. So once a week um, or as needed kind of monitor, you want to remove any moldy seed if they haven't consumed it and uh, sweep out the fecal matter uh, in, and then actually wash that feeder oh, every three to four weeks during the winter time. In the summer, if you continue to feed them throughout the summer months, warmer months of the year, then it's a good idea to disinfect your feeder at least um, with a weak bleach solution every couple weeks or maybe even once a week. Very good. Where can we get uh, more information about this? 
The uh, University of Illinois Extension has um, some information uh, on our Living with Wildlife in, in Illinois website. The Illinois Department of Natural Resources also has uh, some great information regarding feeding birds, but also landscape in your backyard. Very good. Thank you, Dave. For another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources, this has been Bill Wastner and Dave Shiley.